Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. Support comes from Big Y, world-class market celebrating 80 years of service to New England families. Big Y's commitment includes support of WNPR and the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. If you like to eat, drink, and be merry, you're in the right place. Faith here with a welcome toast. It was Groucho Marx who said, I did toy with the idea of doing a cookbook. The recipes were to be the routine ones, how to make dry toast, instant coffee, hearts of lettuce, and brownies. But as an added attraction at no extra charge, my idea was to put a fried egg on the cover. I think a lot of people who hate literature but love fried eggs would buy it if the price was right. Please feel free to consume this show podcast in one bite, two bites, or oops, I ate the whole thing. It's great to have you joining the party on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, the place to have a good time. We have amazing things coming your way. Of course, we're going to tell you about the martini competition. We have a fantastic wine for you for the summer. I am leading a food and wine trip to Italy. We'll tell you about that. And one of the best burgers I have ever had from this cookbook, Minimalist Baker's Everyday Cooking, and it is a Thai peanut burger. It is sensational. Am I right about that? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> my, really, honestly, my treasured food buddies are here. Senior contributors Chris Prosperi, Alex Province, Mark Raymond, and our bartender, chief cocktail contributor Anthony DeSario, plus our special guest, Dana Schultz. Her cookbook, Everyday Cooking, we'll get to that. Chris Prosperi, in particular, this is for you. This is from the Food Network magazine. I just learned about this. I do too. And they advertise something. And I looked at it and I said, I want these. And I know Chris Prosperi is going to want these. Let me hold up the picture. I wish I could do it for you right now uh, (laughs) here on our listening experience. These are taco sneakers. (gasps) Oh, my God. I want those. So sharp. These are sneakers. They are sharp. They call them the taco (laughs) kick. Um, These are from Vans. You know, to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but these are sneakers that are covered with tacos. I oh, mean, I'm those. taco shells that are stuffed with You're various things, guacamole and, and ground beef, and you can see it right. I mean, the picture of them is fantastic, <laughs> and they're all over the shoes. Oh, and I'm totally I, getting this. So you go to <laughs> Vans. Don't, don't you, you naturally have a pair of shoes covered in tacos? Anyway? <laughs> yeah, Vans online. I just the splatter best. marks of salsa. Maybe a little Oh, just That's so a great good. Like Mole on the toe. Isn't that good? <laughs> I know. And while I was in there, you know, I was looking at that page. Again, Food Network magazine, they recommended something that we have talked about here on the show with taco shells. You know, the hard taco shell yeah, that you, you buy, buy in the, the supermarket? Show. Yeah. We advised you on previous shows to take those and dip them into melted chocolate. Oh, and then yeah. to stuff oh, them with ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got this very cool yeah. Ooh, kind of best. Mexican oh. ice cream sandwich. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm doing that tonight. Food, uh, are I'm doing you? That, yeah. yeah. You're going to be a Salt hit with your kids. Oh, they're going to love that. No, they are. <laughs> so here's the thing that Food Network said to do. And I don't know why I didn't think of this. Just take your tortilla chips yeah. and dip them in melted chocolate and then put them out that way. <laughs> And put them straight into your mouth. So Dip let's them in with a little sea salt on it. <laughs> you could do it on the pointy side or the flat side or any way you want. And they put a little sprinkled sugar on there. It's not yeah. salt, but yeah. you could do salt and, and sugar because we love uh, that yeah. salty sweet thing. Oh, I've but got an idea. See, you know, what we like is the crispy texture of these next to a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. So anything you have that's soft oh. and cool, so why can you, you imagine? Substitute mm. salsa for a bowl of chocolate. So you have a yeah. you know, for you dessert, you come chocolate. out with salsa, a basket of of or, uh, tortillas or and melted chocolate bowl. The tortilla yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. Or you could. How's that different from a donut? How about a salsa made? 
made with uh, strawberries, a sweet salsa. Yeah. yeah. Right? That Dip mango these in pineapple. chocolate. Yeah. Mangoes, strawberries, and make a fruit oh, salsa. A and then all of a sudden, you've got oh, like a fun, fun. fun dipping thing. Yeah. And then a bowl of ice cream on the side. Dipping. I think we're leaving out one really cool ingredient. Which is so Spanish. Dulce de leche. Yeah. I mean, come there on. Yeah. Dulce de leche. Ooh. How do you not have dulce de leche? <laughs> All right, you got to explain what that is for us. Oh, it's yeah. caramel. It yeah. is condensed it milk is, turned it into is, caramel. Yeah. It's yeah. the best. I don't know what they do in Spain to make this thing or in the Latin countries to make this dulce de leche. But it's more buttery to me than the caramel that we make at home. Right. And why right. is that? Is that it's true? It's condensed milk. milk. It's the, made with condensed milk. The closest thing I've ever come to it is what you taught me. You mean with the evaporated milk? You take the, yes. yeah, you put the sweetened condensed milk in a water bath. A double boiler. Yeah, boiler, boiler. And you cook it and cook it. You cover yeah. it with yeah. water. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you, you cook, cook it, it and that caramelizes yeah. in the can. Yeah. And that's the closest I've gotten to making it myself. Although, yeah. disclaimer, it does say on the can not to boil the can. But, yeah. But <laughs> take the wrapper me. off for yeah. people <laughs> like you. So, like so even though mm-hmm. I did talk about yeah. it on the show, I don't want to take credit for that because no, no. it's actually an old Eagle Scouting trick. Is it really? My brother-in-law is an Eagle Scout, and he told me about this, and we did it, and it was unbelievable. What would they do? Put it on ice cream then, right? They would go camping, and I think they probably just either dipped bread in it or ate it out of the can. Put it on your toast in the morning. So we need to make a nacho plate out of desserts, and then the dulce de leche would be on top, and the ice cream would be the sour cream. That's a great idea. Calorie too. Yeah. What if that's <laughs> you could build a whole party around what oh, we're talking oh, yeah, about? Oh yeah, right? I've even okay. reduced that down with a little bit of water and used it instead of a simple syrup for like a tequila-based cocktail, mm. oh, or yeah. even like a rum-based cocktail, like no. an aged rum where you get that vanilla rum. Wait a minute, you're talking about putting. Some people will buy right. a jar of dulce de leche. Yeah. How would you turn that into or use that in a cocktail? Well, was, that would be basically the same thing as doing like a jar of honey. So you just cut it with some hot water. So, so let's describe making a cocktail out of it what would you put together i would i'm just thinking rum right away because of the vanilla flavors is this or in a an glass or a shaker shaker uh, in a shaker okay so in goes a little bit of rum you know, let's say let's do a little bit of aged rum we'll do a little bit of the dolce syrup and then maybe some pineapple and okay, just make and, a quick sour out of that and the dolce de leche do you want water mixed with it too so that it yeah you want to thin it thick? out a little bit so maybe like just like when we always talk our simple syrups maybe if you do like half a cup with the shaking ice do that by you know oh, you know yeah. you well, not so much it's still going to be a little thick and it'll all coat the inside of your glass so you and it want won't come a little out. water in there yeah, first yeah you want to add a little rum water to it. and did you add something else pineapple juice Oh my, wow. Would you rim the glass with some That's a dulce de leche colada. Yeah. Right? You just made a colada. There you go. Exactly. Put a little heavy cream in there. There you go. Or even some coconut milk. Yeah. I like coconut milk. Do you think that pina colada is a little too heavy on the coconut cream? I, 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 do. I like using a natural coconut cream. When you buy the store bought types, I I try and stay away from those. Where do you get that natural coconut cream? You just buy coconut milk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Coconut milk and sweeten it yourself with a little heavy cream and simple syrup. Yeah, Yeah. it takes a little bit of that sweetness right away. Oh, that's great. Because I just asked for extra pineapple juice and it solves everything. (gasps) Oh, that sounds Summer cocktails. Here we go. It's close, right? It's yeah. around the Oh, oh you, said the, you said the word. You said there the word. Is. Here we go. <laughs> Segway. Tickets to the hottest party of the year, the Food Schmooze Martini Competition, June 23rd. And let me tell you that it is, what did we say, 45, 48? 48 days. 48, 48 days, days away. Get your okay. shakers ready. Get um, your tickets now. And the, there are tickets available right now at CT martini.org that my guys here on the show mm. said to me that they have all been in various places yep. doing events doing this that and the other thing and that people are talking about this yes. oh my god is incredible. everywhere and i was everywhere i get I so excited to hear that because it is the most fun party of the year honestly you will have the best time ever so we are trying to break the last year's record no problem. It, it's no, we're a benefit for WNPR. And so we want to break 1,000. I think we got to almost 800 last yeah. year, and we said, we can do 1,000. The dancing is unbelievable. You seriously, if you walked in there by yourself, you would not have any problem dancing because 
if a body is on the dance floor, other bodies <laughs> oh, are yeah. dancing with yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are just, it's everyone infectious. is just, they it's just, just turn, bodies in motion everywhere. Yeah. They turn to you and they say, no one cares how the anyone did it. Too. The amazing. DJ is the fantastic. DJ is great. Yeah, dance like no one's watching. It's no. infectious. <laughs> okay. So you vote for, when you're there, we have these tablets and you vote for the Food Schmooze and Connecticut Martini Champion. We have these just wall to wall innovative martini stations and food, of course, included in the uh, entry fee, plus discounts for a certain number of hotel rooms and designated drivers. We want safety first, so we've got a lot of designated drivers. We know that hotels all over the region where we have this sell out. And this year, our martini competition, we're excited, is being held at the gorgeous Mashantucket Pequot Museum. Awesome. Wait Location. until you <laughs> see this Great place. Spot. This is so spectacular. It's right next to Foxwoods. It's in technically Mashantucket. Right. So, um, you know, n- numbers of people I gather are staying at Foxwoods. Other people are going to um, uh, hotels. People are chipping in for limos. Oh, Companies yeah. are doing this thing they've been doing with our Food Schmooze events, which yeah, I yeah. adore yeah. Yeah. because yeah, it helps them and it helps us. And they are buying blocks of tickets and then saying thank you to numbers of employees for a job well done. <laughs> and, and so, Customers too. I've, oh, yeah. I've yeah. companies that buy it for their customers, like as a thank, like you. As a thank you. Yeah, gift. That's, that's a great really? idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I didn't know Absolutely. that. Sure. Oh, that is wonderful. Okay, so for tickets, go to ctmartini.org. And if you forget, you know you can go to our site, Food Schmooze, S C H like school, Food Schmooze.org. Either one, and you can get your tickets there. We have them in all kinds of levels mm. and all, all this kind of stuff. So, a very very exciting. Can't wait for that. Hey, what produce are we talking about so i was running down the list there are so many things out now we know of course that asparagus is out we know that people have already planted their peas you know very diligent people but things are out you know fennel and garlic and kale and kohlrabi and lavender and leeks and lemon verbena is up i love lemon verbena yeah love it what do you do with it i use it in tea i'll also use it in uh, seasoning my fish how about chicken, um, Mark? Uh, Have you ever yeah, done chicken? Yeah, absolutely. Underneath the skin yeah. of the chicken. Yeah. Oh, I do a butter. pesto with it yeah. when it comes up like this. And oh, you got yeah. Oh, that's good, too. And what then, smear it. Really nice. and then yeah. you smear it on fish and just pop it under the broiler. Chris, are so you nice. grilling ramps? We talked I about this. I am grilling ramps. They're up. We dug They're ramps up. already. And dirt under the them? fingernails. I, dirt under the fingernails. I have not had one ramp. I'm so upset. They are so beautiful this year. What, so you, really? Oh my God! I don't know. It's just because the it's weather the first, was right. Well, I don't know. It's just. I, I think it's just in our heads because in winter you don't get a lot of green yeah. stuff, and this yeah. is so the green for is it. just so beautiful. So you and, inspired uh, Matt and I to go look for them, and, and I couldn't find any. Oh my God! It's this <laughs> is the best. You know, to go. Listen, this is the easiest time to find them because um, in a few more weeks there'll be other stuff up, and yeah. then you have to really look for them. Now they're one of the only things up in the woods right now are these oh, and skunk cabbage, some. so they're very easy to spot now. Yeah. Rhubarb is up though. Rhubarb, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to say something about rhubarb. I had a cocktail at <gasps> Carol Peck's, <laughs> and oh, it was amazing. Made with a nice. rhubarb shrub. Yeah, and yeah. we've had shrub on the show before. Unbelievable, so, delicious. Sh- Anthony, what, explain to us what shrub is. Shrub is uh, like an old colonial way of preserving uh, fruits and vegetables before they go bad. So it was incorporated to cocktails throughout the winter by adding vinegar. So it's an equal part of uh, some type of acidic fruit. So this tastes, we're saying it's an equal part of, let's say, one cup of rhubarb, yep. one cup of sugar, and you put that aside together macerate. and you just let it macerate. It turns into a syrup mm-hmm. over oh, time. Wow. So you, every time you walk yep. by the refrigerator, you give it a little bit of a mm-hmm. shake and in a dark place. in the refrigerator. In the refrigerator, or a cool, dark place, like a mason jar or two, you can do that. And then once you... You kind of get an idea when you go in there and you see that it's already turned into like a heavy syrup. You're not going to get more out of it. Mm-hmm. Then you add an equal part of vinegar to it yep. or vinegar what kind to of taste. Vinegar? Uh, usually like an uh, apple cider yeah, vinegar. For this area, apple cider. Definitely apple cider vinegar. <laughs> but do that to taste. Equal part. Oh, the, to the, taste. The, the original recipe was equal parts, but vinegar can get very, very strong and can throw off your whole shrub. So when you do add the vinegar, add it a little bit at a time. So if you're doing a cup, a cup, then have a cup of that apple vinegar there. But just slowly add it and, and stir it into taste. And what do I want it to taste like? 
do, oh, do it's, I want it's it to be sweet and sour and savory? Do I want it to be savory? Oh yeah, you yeah. by itself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You want like, like a teaspoon? Uh, yeah. Oh exactly. You want it like a tart taste by itself, and then you can add club soda to it if you want a virgin soda water. Yeah, I was just well, saying. Yeah, you can splash. have soda. Yeah. So good in soda water. Wow! Just you... a little splash into my soda water, and it's yep. heaven. Would you pour oh, it yeah. over like a um, sorbet or sure. ice cream yeah. or something, or is yeah. the vinegar too? Sweet? My friend Lou, who makes well, this in Western Mass, he not only puts it on uh, ice creams and stuff; he makes salad dressings with it. Oh yeah, oh, and it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Marinades for chicken. On the vinegar. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, marinades for yeah. chicken. He or does pour. for it or pour. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna try that. For like doing like for ice cream, what I do is I leave the vinegar part out. And then I will take like fresh strawberries or fresh pineapples, whatever's got the most acid to it, or rhubarb, and I won't add that at all. I'll just strain the solids out, and I'll have a fresh strawberry syrup, or a fresh pineapple syrup, or a fresh Ooh, rhubarb wow. syrup. And you can. So how long will this stuff drizzle? last, though? Now you have a. Uh, what I do to make it last, you just want to put like an ounce of uh, some type of a base spirit, like basically vodka, because it's flavorless. So put a little ounce of vodka in that, and then keep it in your refrigerator, and it'll last about three months. Okay. And if you do it, if you do it with vinegar. Then it lasts for exactly. it lasts forever. Which was the whole point was yeah. to get your fruit and your right. preservatives. And, and for people who don't drink alcohol, this yeah. is a great thing. All okay. Right. So right. you can go alcohol or alcohol free. <laughs> here's here's the thing. We have about a minute left in the segment. So I want to tell you what is coming up. I'm going to tell you about the food and wine trip that I am leading to Italy, the Piemonte region. It is going to be spectacular. So we'll tell you about that. And we have a bunch of grilling tips. And these are things that when we were doing our cruise you know we do the food and booze cruise here where we go through every kind of radio television every kind of publication every online site bloggers everything and we start gathering the best of the brightest out there and these grilling tips are really terrific because they explain why things happen that are great for grilling. And so you'll understand how this works and you can have the best meats that are grilling. You can understand why to pick a particular grill. We're going to tell you all about that as we go into our next segment. And of course, we have one of the best burgers I have ever mm, tasted. And so it's from easy. our guest who has this cookbook, Minimalist Baker's Everyday Cooking. And this was a Thai peanut burger that is absolutely sensational. We have a fantastic wine coming your way. More mouthwatering conversation and fun ahead on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. I hope you will make a charitable contribution to Feed the Hungry. We're online now at foodschmooze.org. We'll be right back. Cheese, 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 cheese. It's raining tacos. Raining tacos. Raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Okay, hope that first bite of the food most felt like a hot biscuit with butter coming your way. Feel free to tell your food-loving friends worldwide they can enjoy the show and our online site at foodschmooze.org. Here's your second bite. recordings right there and I want to tell you this about it I have events for this food schmooze and these gorgeous people are standing in front of me these couples and they'll say to me do you know I was raised on that song listening to your food schmooze and now they're grown up and they would say you know I would think my mother was making us listen to this show and then I just loved it when that song came on so we leave this song on as long as we can every time we do the show so that you know, kids now can listen, and we're glad you do. So if you're listening right now to that song and you're liking it or you've memorized it in some way, and, and maybe on song. some future shows we'll play it even longer and you can hear the kind of the wildness that that group gets into when they mm. sing. Okay, so here's what happens. I go to events. I recently did the um, Girl Scouts of Connecticut event. Mm. 
And people will say, oh, so-and-so told me it was on that show, but I missed it. And I look at them and I say, but what about the podcast? And they just kind of stare at me. So I (laughs) want to let you know about this. I think when I just say the sentence that everybody understands what I'm talking about, we have a free podcast for you. That means that we send our show to you. It's like this uh, hot biscuit coming (laughs) your way. We send it to you and it just pops up. And so you can listen to this show anytime you want. You don't have to be in a certain place at a certain time. And it is is how more yeah. and more people it's like your own to personal things. DVR it just comes to you exactly <laughs> Mark so you don't have to miss a drop of pleasure on this show you get to find out about all the things in our region that we're talking about all you do is go to our site to sign up for it you just do that once and then it comes to you so um, we send it automatically And when you're on the site, you'll notice that we have got my curated food, wine, and cocktail recommendations and the recommendations of my group of incredible, very talented buddies here. And I'm with my treasured food buddies, Chris Prosperi, chef and co-owner of Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut, wine broker Alex Province, Mark Raymond of Frederick Wildman and Sons Wine Distributors, Anthony Desario, our chief cocktail contributor, and our most beloved senior mm. producer, Robin Doyen Aiken. We adore this Love person. Like, yes. Okay, so here we are, and we have a wine to talk about. We've got a Mother's Day cocktail for you. This wine, Mark, is terrific, and it's called Kuma? It's called Kuma, yeah. C-U-M-A. And it's organic, made with organic grapes. I'm it excited is. about this. It is. And it's from Argentina. It is, but it's not from your typical area of Argentina. So Mendoza is where probably 75% of the wine op- comes from. I'm opening Argen- this. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and this region, this is called Salta. So only about 3% of the wine comes from this region. Mm-hmm. It's um, about three hours north of Mendoza. So as you go farther north in Argentina, you get into a much warmer growing climate. But they have to go into high elevations so they get cool nights. So they're in mm. the foothills of the Andes. They start growing at about wow. 5,000 feet above sea level. Beautiful label, huh? Oh, yeah, really beautiful. What is this? In a really this beautiful area. Bottle. This is a clean, crisp, citrusy. Yeah. citrusy. Wow. Perfumey. Yeah. yeah. I love the nose on it. You yeah. get almost like white flowers, like gardenias. Yeah. And it almost smells like it's going to be sweet. But you get this on the palate. Acidity. And beautiful. the crispness comes through and you get that sort of lemon zest but yet lemon zest yes. yeah definitely yeah. some lemon it zest. gets my yummy award what's yeah, that it's yummy, my award? yummy award Mark, <laughs> and yummy. this retails for about oh this is 14 14 this is yeah. such a great value so this is one of those whites that goes with just about anything oh, or if fish, you're having chick, a party or and you yeah. buy by the case of course it's going to be cheaper it's that kind of thing oh yeah so easy drinker Yes, I would say ease. That's a great way to put it. And of course, this and all the things we've been talking about are on our website at foodschmooze.org, plus information about tickets to the Fuchmoos Martini competition. So Kuma, C-U-M-A, and made with organic grapes. This is the 2015 Torrentes. Which is the current release. It's as fresh as it gets. It is so delicious, so light. So this tastes like it's been in stainless steel, right? It's all done in stainless steel. Clean, clean, clean. It's all about the freshness. It's it's one of the best ones I've ever had. This is like if you you put lemon, if you threw some lemons into a mountain stream. Wow. wow. I like that. Mm. What a great in it. Can I use that? <laughs> can you? Yes. Can, can I, I use that one? I get some yeah. kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, know, like you get two more bottles. Wine for life. <laughs> two more bottles. Wine for it's, life. It's a great bottle. That's the public radio you... rate. That's it. Two more bottles for that. It's, it's a great bottle that I like to segue with if someone comes up to my bar and they're like, uh, I don't know if I want Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc and I'm kind of. And I'm like, give this yeah, a try. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, it's a little too floral. I'm like, get past the nose. Okay. And then you're going to get into that nice, crisp, beautiful white. And it's crispy, like, what crispy. is this? And yeah. they're sold. All right. So now I want to turn our attention to Mother's Day. We've been talking about Mother's Day and Father's Day on the show previously. But we have a special cocktail for you and the recipe for that. By the way, that wine we just spoke about, the Kuma, it's on our website with a shot of the label. Because we want you to be able to call ahead if you want to, you know, spell the name for the wine store wine stores are not gigantic mostly and so they can't have everything on the shelf we don't want you to make a wasted trip but they will 
get things for you within 24 hours. So call ahead and say, here's what I want. You could stop by and see if they have it. But constantly we're hearing from our wine store people that I think it's better if you do a quick call ahead before you make the trip down there. So Anthony DeSerio, and yes. it's on our foochmoose.org is where we've got the label shot that you can use and keep it on your phone. You could take it to the wine store That's if you want. <laughs> Anthony DeSerio, our chief cocktail contributor, you have a great Mother's Day cocktail. Yeah, I wanted to do something a little different, but the same. You know, usually when you think Mother's Day or you think of all these like great, the summer brunches are coming up, the bridal showers and things like that as well. Engagement um, parties. Engagement parties, Jack and Jill's, you know, this is a little something for everybody. I kind of, I'm going on a limb here saying I think I'm a little tired of the mimosa, the champagne, and the orange juice. So I like to jazz things up a little and put a twist. I with, love this idea. This so is with great the flavors idea. in like uh, like bottles of cava or Prosecco, things that are affordable that you can use, I took a cava and the St. George Spice Pear Liqueur. Let's stop for a second. Yeah. The cava, for people who don't know, is a sparkling wine, and it usually is from Spain. Mm-hmm. It's just that they call their sparkling wine cava. Yeah, exactly. It's affordable. You're not spending you know $35 for a beautiful bottle of champagne, which there's nothing wrong with that. So this way you can either... Play with those flavor profiles that come from the cava or from a nice and expensive Prosecco. Yes, Prosecco would be another way to go. A sparkling wine that's not expensive. Correct. So yeah, eight, we nine, want to feed the ten, masses. You can make eight, a big nine, punch ten out of this a if bottle you want we're to. talking yeah. about. So just so, go to your yeah, wine so store. So we did um, three quarters of an ounce of the St. George Spice Pear Liqueur, which is, again, all natural. We tried their raspberry before, and you like that's that. wonderful, yeah. And so we used the spice pear, and the pear goes Delicious. with the pear that's in the white wine. And then I added a little splash of an elderflower liqueur. Awesome. You know, there's many brands out there. Elderflower, that taste is prominent. You don't need the $38 bottle. You can go with the $19 bottle because we were mixing it. So just add a little floral note to this. Now, let me just say that you might say $19 is a lot of money. And what am I going to do with a bottle of elderflower? It goes in everything. It's bartender ketchup. It is also (laughs) incredible in iced tea. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, iced tea, and it goes margaritas, in just about every kind of cocktail you can imagine. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, it. In, I love a little touch of my gin and tonic. Sure. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Oh yeah. Here's a, another thing that we like to encourage people to do, which is to if you've got a friend who loves cocktails, chip in with a friend yeah. or two, and so you're not spending your eighteen dollars. You're each spending sure. six dollars yeah. for something, and then you just either divide up the bottle or go, yeah. sh- you know hey, party I'm together on a party. So and it never go. goes bad, so no. you can hold on no, to it for absolutely. years. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so three quarters of an ounce of the spice pear liqueur. We did a quarter ounce of elderflower, and we put our bar spoon in the champagne glass, and we just poured the cava right down the center, and you're good to go. So what hmm. we have promised you that we were going to talk about what it's like to use one of these mail-order services where they send you the ingredients so for your meal. That's really cool. And yeah. Alex Province and his husband, Matt, tried one of these services and have had a really great time, and we want to tell you about what that experience is like. So that is coming up. Remember I was saying we like to give credit where credit is due for people who have given us information that we think is so valuable. In this case, Cooks Illustrated. Hats off to you because here are some things that they said. If you're thinking about getting a a different grill or a new grill, a grill for the first time, and you're thinking, well, I better get a grill with a lot of BTUs. That's not actually, says Cooks Illustrated, what does it. I thought that that really did factor in a lot. And Chris is shaking his head no. So, Chris, you know this, too. They're saying they actually picked a great grill as their number one grill, but we'll get to that in a minute. They said you want a grill that has a tight-fitting lid because it traps the heat and the smoke. And, in fact, the grill they like has a low BTU. What you want is grills that have minimal vents on the Mm -hmm. sides because if you've got big holes in there, too much of the heat is going to go out. But there are certain grills where you see just a tiny little narrow slit because they have to let it will explode if they don't let some air out. You want the cook box of the grill to be really thick And um, the worst ones are made with thin stainless steel. Don't get those because it lets the heat escape. But if it's got a thick box, like thick cast aluminum and steel, then you're going to have real heat concentration. So I thought those were great, great tips. Hmm. 
Are you are you like ready for this? You, yeah, you, I'm wondering what they their tested top grill a was. lot of grills. Yeah, I think it's we all know egg. the name. It's not. It's the Weber Spirit E three ten. It's the one that looks the most old fashioned of like the all kettle? the Webers. Not the round kettle. Yeah, it's no, square, yeah. and it is just this old school yeah. thing. You yeah. know, yeah. it's like huh. the one you walk by to get to yeah. the snazzier looking one. <laughs> but I just, really, and I like them too because you can rebuild them. You can get yeah. you, get all you the can parts. get parts. Yeah, yeah because exactly. the box never goes bad. Right. You know, the grates will rust out sure. or burn up, and the burners will die out. And you can buy kits to rebuild your Weber. You there's nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get it at Home Depot. It's and they're not simple. complicated. No, very okay. simple to put in and out. So yeah, hats off to Weber. There was another tip. They were doing different things on grilling, and I thought this was really just terrific. I learned a lot from this. You know how we all think, if you've got something on the grill that has fat in it and it's sizzling, we think that's a bad thing. It's going to catch on oh, fire. Oh, I like that. And that's it does catch on Well, they said what's happening is that when fat sizzles, flavor is building. Caramelization. Yeah. So we think that flavor comes from those burning coals yeah. in a charcoal grill, don't we? I mean, oh, I absolutely. certainly do. So they're saying... That's really not the case. There are these compounds that rise up from this burning charcoal, and it does give some flavor, of course. But the most significant thing is the flavor that you get when the fat drips and hits the coals. Mm-hmm. And that comes when back. When that fat, oh, yes, wow. Chris, when yeah. that fat drips down and sizzles and pops on the coals, it releases these complex compounds, and they waft up, as Chris says, and they get deposited back on the food. Mm-hmm. And that's really what's doing it, the fat dripping, wow. not, the, not the smoke and the stuff from the coals themselves. Mm-hmm. So you've got the browning from the flame, of course, and that char on the exterior, that's a characteristic grill flavor, but it's this these fat release of compounds. Little flavor angels. And they <laughs> taste and they and it does. It'll taste a little difference whether you're on charcoal or hardwood charcoal. So right. The fat right. it changes the flavor as it bounces. So yeah. here's yeah. a thought. I'm thinking to myself, many people are buying hamburger meat that is the lowest fat too that lean. they can get. Too, too lean. Way too well, lean. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to for health reasons. So that's fine. What I'm thinking is, is there something, is there a way to, to drip some fat on your charcoal? <laughs> well, put some bacon fat. Pour some bacon no, fat. Like, like yeah, bacon you know, fat. You know what you put it in a mister. And that See, would re- <laughs> You re- don't release. have to because it, when you think about it, when you do an 80-20 or sometimes I'll even do a 70-30 fat, right? If you do that, that fat releases out. So you're not stuck with it eating it. A lot of it melts out. Right. Especially if you're yeah. like me. I eat my right. hamburgers more on the mid-rare side. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the longer you cook it, the less fat stays in it, yeah. right? It right. melts right. out. It all melts out. It all melts out. So yeah. you don't have to add more fat. Just uh-huh. go with the 80-20. Cook well, you it know a what little I do. bit yeah. longer. You know what I do. As I put... A shaving of butter on top of it. Oh, when yeah. the burger and is that's done, fat. see that's a shaving of butter on the top of yeah. it. I mean, a really just the yeah. thinnest little piece of butter on it, and I just swirl it around, and that gives it the flavor to the meat that's low fat. I oh, use, yeah. uh, you know, what? I do it on steak I'm too. I'm probably one of the only restaurants, but and I'll admit it, I use seventy thirty. No, well, I mean, yeah. How often often should you clean your grill? Because some of those fat drippings at steak, could those add some flavor too? Kind of like like grandma's sauce pot. (laughs) We don't (laughs) clean ours. It gets gets better and better. You clean clean the grates. Sometimes. Well, it burns up and stuff. Otherwise, you'll have fish in your... Burger. Yeah, there you go. And you get the crunchy carbon. <laughs> it's easy. On it. Don't it's eat fish. Good. Don't eat fish. <laughs> okay. no. But it's yeah. You want to keep you want to keep your grill grates clean. Mm-hmm. It's right. so clearly different though, because I cook on the wood fired grill all the time, yep. and I have got to hurry up and cook on the gas grill. Completely different flavor. Okay, yep. we love the local. I want to say that. Please support your local food growers and food makers. And for on demand podcast delivery of the Food Schmooze Party every week, and to find our food, wine, cocktail, restaurant. Topic and short, fun streaming video recommendations, recipes we feature. We are always online talking with you at foochmoose.org. Our experience with one of these mail order meal delivery things. We're going to tell you about it right after this and talk about the Thai peanut butter. Stay with us. And we're going to let it burn, burn.
have one more mouth-watering bite of the food schmooze coming up. Here's something great to know about. Sign up for the app called NPR One. Just download it from the iPhone App Store or your Android device. And once you do, you can set WNPR as your local station. Couldn't be easier. Download the free app NPR One and start listening. Let's party on. More food schmooze. I'm excited about this announcement. I've decided to lead a food and wine lovers trip to Italy the week of September 19th. And if you'd like to get on our information list to get a taste of the remarkable experiences we're going to have, I'm about to give you an email contact. The Piemonte region of Italy is spectacular to see. It's a part of Italy where they're still making the real thing when it comes to food and wine. Italians themselves travel there from other regions in the country to eat and explore the villages, architecture, museums, the vistas, the coastline, as we will. We've teamed up with a family from the Piemonte region, Connecticut business owners who created the Carlos Pasta line. And because they know Piemonte so intimately, and I love it too, I have asked them to curate this trip with me. Wineries are going to host us. Our hotel will have a spa. There will be music and meals, including truffles and handcrafted pastas to swoon over, plus unforgettable scenery. All I can tell you is that our trips are the most fun, and the chefs and wineries know we're going to be reporting afterward on our experiences with them, so they knock themselves out for us. If you'd like to come with me and the Squatrito family, and now WNPR CPTV President and CEO Jerry Franklin for a week-long food and wine tour through the Piemonte region of Italy starting this September 19th. Please add your name to our information update list at this address, Moore at cpbn.org. We'll tell you all about what we're planning as it unfolds, and if you forget that address, you can always find it posted on our site at foodschmooze.org. I hope you'll come with me. This is the Food Schmooze Party offering you the richness of life coming to you in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New York, including Westchester County, the East End of Long Island, and of course the Hamptons. To hear the show on WNPR, it airs Thursdays at 3 and Saturdays at noon. Podcasts and our curated recommendations are always online at foodschmooze.org, including martini tickets. And that is June 23rd. You can, of course, talk Talk with us on Facebook. Listen, if you've had experience, we're going to be talking next about one of these mail order services where they send you the ingredients for a meal. If you've had experience with one of these and have enjoyed it, we're not interested in knocking people. We just don't mention them. But if you've had success with one, you really liked it after you've tested it out, would you tell us on Facebook? We'd like to hear about this. And we're at Faith Middleton Fuchmoos on Facebook. We're going to go right to Alex Province because, Alex, you signed up for one of these services. We sure did. Matt and I love to cook dinner. We love to go through cookbooks and come up with fun stuff. But during the work week, we are so tired. So we both come home. We try to figure out where we can cook for dinner. Matt came across Blue Apron. There's another one called Plated. And we ended up using HelloFresh because they deliver on Monday. So I come home from work. Monday, there's a box on my stoop. You bring it inside. There's three dinners that come. You know, you could do five if you wanted. You open up the box. All the meats, and they're like really high-quality meats, are on the bottom on ice. And then all the dinners are beautifully boxed. They're well-labeled. You mean the ingredients? The ingredients. It comes with like a really cool little pamphlet that has all the recipes. We like to cook sophisticated, fun dinners. You know, these aren't like macaroni and cheese. 
and you go through and what? if it, Don't well, I love macaroni and cheese, <laughs> but you know, yeah, what, are, what are some of the examples? This week I made paella, shrimp and chorizo paella, and I make pretty good paella, so I'm pretty you make picky. The best. Yeah. So I made paella Monday night. It comes with chorizo, so you open up the little box. All chopped and ready to go. What did they give you? What what was in the box? So it comes with a recipe. So it comes with shrimp that are beautifully packaged. It comes with the rice. It comes with actual Spanish dry chorizo, just the exact amount, not more than you need. All chopped up, ready to go? No, no. You have to 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 chop stuff up. Parsley, rum and tomato, the garlic. If it calls for one clove of garlic, all you get is one. All the ingredients are there. You sort of do your mise en place. You wash everything. It's almost like if you took a chemistry lab in college or something. So somebody shopped for you, and according to a recipe, menu planned, does a menu that works, and then I get the nutritional benefit on it as well. So I know I had like 600 calories eating my paella. It's awesome. It's uh, 10 bucks per person, which is actually pretty affordable because you're not throwing food away. What what other dinners came in that box? So tonight's pan-seared steak. Last night we had like a Thai pork lob burger. It, and so then does ethnic. it come with vegetables? So, you know, everything, everything includes everything. The it's only all thing you have well, like, What you. did you have with it? What are you going to so have it's a, with it? So it's a complete meal. So Matt made the pickles. So it actually comes with the vegetables to make a quick like 20-minute pickle. You oh, know, wow. natural that, pickles. Wow. So yeah, what's the it comes time with the bread. Do you do about so 30 minutes? Yeah, so this was 35 minutes. It's nut-free. You know, they level it. This was level two, I guess. Um, the paella, they said, was level three. And this paella was actually very, very good. It was almost as good as what I would make. So you like the quality of what they're sending you. All locally like sourced produce, good. all organic where they can. It's you all... You like the taste. Taste is great. Recipes you, are complex enough. What about enough. the pricing? Yeah, it works Cheaper out to be about $10 per person. So <laughs> it, for all, all week, you know, we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. It's $60. Is it just an entree? It's a complete meal. Entree, so, dessert. The is there side. dessert? No dessert. No, okay. salad That's and good. entree. Kind of no, <laughs> you don't need dessert. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> dessert. We're trying to stay away from that. Alex, want... Alex, do you pick and choose ahead of time? Yeah, like, yeah um, you good know, question. Week? So the week before, we go through and we choose what dinners we want to deliver the following week. And it's beautifully packaged. We recycle all the stuff that we can. We've been really satisfied. It allows us to just come home and actually cook and not worry about the meal planning. And it's actually pushed us to do stuff that we normally wouldn't do. Like Jamie Oliver had his uh, asparagus risotto. Like I would never do a risotto on a Tuesday night. But when they tell you it's only 35 minutes, all the ingredients are shot for. Yeah. 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 Well, it's fun. We love so it. So they cut up the ingredients no, for you they don't, or no? they don't cut it. They portion they it portion out. They portion it. That's what I meant. I'm yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. assembly yeah. So, and, the, and Here's the other thing. Um, if you think it's sort of wasteful, we end up overcooking because it's two of us. So I suffer from that abudanza. So I just want like to buy too much. This sure. is exactly food for two people. You finish exactly what you make and there's no leftovers, nothing to like you go bad. You know how bad. many calories you I make. know how many calories. They're you well-rounded information i love it cool Does, will you it. keep cool. going with it yeah i'd be curious to try there's blue plated and there's an, uh, another one uh or blue, blue apron. apron sorry and plated we went with hello fresh because it arrives on monday and for us we wanted a monday night dinner does it include the spices as well all the spices so my pie came with a little thing a saffron it comes with its demi glaze so oh, the only nice. thing you need is salt pepper and olive oil wow Great. That's a good report. Two All thumbs right. up from Alex. We love it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've got the stomach to, to yeah. prove it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Thank you for that, Alex. The minimalist baker, Dana Schultz, has a mission, I would say, and that is to create plant-based foods so good that nobody thinks to ask, where's the meat? And she's been experimenting with dairy-free and egg-free cooking for years, and uh, now gluten-free, vegan dishes are her focus. Her book is chock full of winners, including a super-powered chocolate shake and double chocolate gluten-free waffles for breakfast, extra boozy berry mimosas for brunch, garlic scallop potatoes, and garlic pineapple stir-fried quinoa for any old time. We're not done. We like her trashy vegan sandwich and hearty cocoa (laughs) black bean burgers. We think this burger we're about to talk about will slay anybody. It is one Mm. of the best burgers I have ever tasted. So delicious. And uh, really, I'm not alone in this. We all just went crazy. Chris made this for us. The book is called Minimalist Bakers Everyday Cooking. And we have Dana Schultz with us here on the Fluchimus Party. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for the kind introduction. I'm so glad you liked the burgers. I did. And these are gluten-free. This is your Thai peanut burger. And we're Skyping you, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Chris, 
how easy to come together. I thought it was going to be difficult, but it was so easy. Let me just say what's in here. We have a can of chickpeas that you rinse, of course, and some cooked quinoa, green onion, salted peanut butter, and some uh, lightly salted peanuts themselves that you're going to crunch up, some tamari or soy sauce, and chili garlic sauce, a little brown sugar, sea salt, and if you want to do for serving, Chris put some pickles on mm-hmm. this, which was just absolutely fabulous. Green so onion. tell me how it came together. All right, Chris. so it's really easy. You take a can of chickpeas, drain them, rinse them, and then you put them in a bowl, mash them with a fork a little bit. You want to leave you some for chunky, texture. Yeah, chunky. chunky. And then you add the, the rest of the stuff in there cooked quinoa, peanut butter. You used crunchy stuff. peanut butter. I, I used crunchy that. peanut butter, mm. but there's peanuts in here, so whatever you have is good. Mm-hmm. And then a little tamari or soy sauce, chili garlic sauce for a zip and then some brown sugar and you mix it all together if it's a little loose you add a little more peanuts to tighten it up and then you form it on plastic wrap into little patties that's it and then you can grill them or pan fry them Uh, or broil them in the oven they go on a baking sheet oh you did Um, these in the oven uh, yeah baked in the oven you cook them on basically on one side then you flip them get them crispy on the other side and then transfer them right onto your roll now look and then if uh, you're not dairy free could you use either egg white or egg yolk in here to hold them together yeah sure you could but you don't even have to if you don't want to they're perfect and so Mm. they're baking in there for about 20 minutes and we have this recipe on our site they are so good honestly i loved them i want to just say to you dana if someone Mm -hmm. didn't i would not even say a word except to let my guests know that there are peanuts because you have to now right right uh, in my burgers i would just say come over we're having burgers i wouldn't say a word about any kind of vegan any nothing we're having thai peanut burgers and not one of us here in this room satisfied, would say right? we. I, totally I would. Satisfied. I, yeah. I wouldn't miss meat. I would. That's how yeah. incredibly flavorful these are. Yeah, incredible. that's a, it's a winner recipe. I go through a hundred recipes. Maybe I'll find one good one. This one is above some of the best recipes because it's simple. It uses a pre-made some pre-made stuff and the flavor and the texture. And can, and can I say this, Dana, that when we had a competition here on the show among ourselves to do oh, yeah. the best vegetarian burger, they were terrific. Mm-hmm. And by just a small margin, I think my burger won. Yeah. And my burger in a million years couldn't hold a candle to what you have done. <laughs> in, it, it in feels like too, trash right? In cooking ease, too. She just opened a can of beans and cooked some quinoa, and boom, she it got was, the best it's burger It's unbelievable. Ever. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't meat for that burger. I just don't even know what to tell you. It's a lot of chocolate mm. things in here. I was very excited about that. This super-powered chocolate shake you have at the beginning of the book where you've got almond milk and cacao powder, unsweetened, of course, a little bit of almond butter in there, which I thought was a good idea, and some chia seeds and flax, Mm. and a banana that you slice up and usually is frozen, and a few ice cubes, boom, into the blender. You could add dates if you wanted Mm -hmm. to, but into the blender, that's a nice chocolatey shake and takes you about 10 minutes to put together, and it's gluten-free. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a I great one for um, just a snack or like after you work out, it's a great little recovery snack. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put that. These um, garlic scalloped potatoes are the kind of thing that I could eat year round. I know in the summer we start to feel like it's getting too hot. But for people mm. who cannot have pasta or like the protein value in quinoa, you know, the new... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new kale, <laughs> is what I call it. Um, I like this recipe for garlic pineapple stir-fried quinoa because this mm-hmm. will take you through the summer when pasta s- starts to feel too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me about this one. Me or the you? Chef? You. You I tell me about the garlic. They do, they're doing a great job. I wish they would narrate all my recipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've got quinoa that you make, and you've got uh, sesame oil and green onion and garlic and peas that are fresh or frozen, some salted mm-hmm. roasted cashews, diced oh, pineapple. Wow, so delicious. And you make a little sauce of uh, sesame oil and soy or tamari, little touch of maple syrup Chris and some garlic mm. cloves and mm. peanut butter and mm. all this comes together um, you've got these cashews and green onions scallions you know scattered throughout this quinoa salad with all these great ingredients and of pineapple. I want to make so well balanced you know wonderful sweet and acidity and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I need to start yeah. eating more like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it takes you 20 minutes yeah. to make this. And I think yeah. adults and kids, I think kids would oh, really kids would like this. Love that. If yeah. they can have nuts, you know, of course. So great job on that. Thank you. Yeah, if you can't have peanuts, cashew butter would be a great substitute in there. Oh. To make it more special diet friendly, yeah. Yeah, and if you're not if you have a nut allergy, you could probably use um help me tahini. tahini. Yeah. You could probably use tahini, yeah. right? As a substitute. Yeah, um, I would agree. We love things on the show that are no bake. You have these no bake strawberry cheesecake bars. Oh. And we have this recipe on our site. We thought this was so terrific. You make a crust with dates that are pitted, and um, you kind of pack them up. And oh, wow. Then these yeah, it makes like a sticky kind of a raw dough that's sweet, uh-huh. and then you can add as much sea salt as you want to Love kind that. of balance out the flavors. But you're mixing the dates with raw walnuts, right? Yeah. And sea salt. And when you start packing that, it comes into a crust. Wow. You yeah. can see. Oh, I totally get that. That's yeah. amazing. You, the filling for these no-bake strawberry cheesecake bars, um, raw cashews that you soak and you drain. And because that's going to soften them up. Right, Dana? Yeah, that makes them blendable and creamy and smooth. And then you use either full fat or light coconut milk. You could do unsweetened almond milk if you want. Um, yeah some vanilla extract a little bit of maple syrup and some olive oil just a little bit of olive oil and some lemon zest and juice wow does this go into the blender yeah i would you can try and use a food processor but to get it really creamy and smooth i recommend using a nice decent quality high speed blender Okay, and then the strawberry topping, you have frozen strawberries or fresh strawberries that you chop up, a little bit more maple syrup, or you could use coconut sugar, whatever you want to use, some cornstarch or arrowroot starch, which is going to make a little bit of a thick sauce there, and Mm -hmm. some water, or you could put freshly squeezed orange juice. Now, some people will slice those strawberries or chunk them up. The more surface, the more juice you're going to get, which is a beautiful thing. And you have these bars. You could put some kind of cream on top of them or or whatever you want. Heaven. Uh, Wow. mm -hmm. That's so good. I'm hungry again. (laughs) So so we have information about this cookbook at our website and we have the Thai peanut burger and we have the no bake strawberry cheesecake bars and the garlic scalloped potatoes because who can resist them all of it at foodschmooze.org and we'll tell you exactly what to do how to get the book Um, Dana Schultz is our guest her cookbook is called minimalist bakers everyday cooking 101 entirely plant-based, mostly gluten-free, easy, and delicious recipes. Boy, after that Thai burger, I would say that that's true. And a refreshing (laughs) point of view as far as recipes, I think. Changes your whole paradigm of cooking. I mean, uh, every once in a while, a book like this comes along where it really changes your point of view on things. And this is one of them. Eat that Thai peanut burger and you'll see. We want to start eating like that at home. I think a lot of people do. You could turn a lot of people with that Thai peanut burger, I think. You really could. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you, all my food buddies. I adore you. We're on WNPR Thursdays at 3 and Saturdays at noon. Weekdays, listen for my 60-second food schmoozes. Join the conversation with us. We're always up for a good time online at foodschmooze.org. In New Haven, I'm Faith Middleton. Everybody eats when they come to This is the place to enjoy the richness of life. Sharing our local and national discoveries with you makes me want to get up in the morning. The gang and I hope you'll come back soon and often.